This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Welcome to Road School Moms. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time road schooling mom to four kiddos and the co-founder of Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-time traveling needs and so much more. Tonight and every Sunday night, I am blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, your road trip teacher, also a full-time RV and mom to four kiddos on the road. I'm also the creator of RoadTripTeacher.com your resource, uh, educational resource, rather, for traveling full-time and families, destination-based, and we'd love to have you visit our learning shop there. We also chronicle our crazy life over at diaryofaroadmom.com, so if you're so inclined, you can follow our crazy crew over there at that website. We are calling to you live this week, not from Southwest Florida, where we've been for many, many weeks, actually months, but we actually are calling in from north georgia this evening and are so happy to be with you wherever in the world you're calling in from i'm happy to hear your voice katie how was your week oh my week was great mary beth i'm happy to hear yours too every sunday night i look forward to this um my week so uh as we always encourage our road school moms to post a peak of their week we have a dedicated facebook group for our listeners and uh just road school moms in general and you can find that at facebook.com slash groups slash road school moms. And so I've posted a peak of my week, and as promised, uh, I'm going to give you the rest of the story. So the first picture is uh, Chris and Sarah diligently working at um, FCF Corporate, also known as My Kitchen Table. Um, <laughs> and they were creating 116 membership kits, 116 membership kits. We had had a back corner wow. on stickers. So there was a little bit of uh, that, and then we had run our once-a-year sale. And I'm proud to announce that during the sale, we turned the dial on 1,700 members, and we're now somewhere at, like, 1,735, I think. So thanks so much to Sarah and Chris for that. That was awesome. And then we were able to drive just a little bit down the block. If you remember from last week, I'm coming to you live from Washington, the beautiful green state of Washington. And right down the block from my campground is a uh, ministry for a women's ministry, um, a ministry for women. I'm not sure exactly how to say that. But anyway, there's a ministry for women that we went to go visit to see if we could do some volunteer work while we're in the area. And this is actually a picture of a tree house that was built by another road schooling family, the Marcies, when they were here two years ago. Uh, TJ lost a tooth. Uh, we went to the Forest Learning Center right outside of Mount St. Helens. We went and drove we, what I like to call truck hiking. Uh, three families, all in duallys, went all the way from where we're at to Mount St. Helen. And then when we got there, true to form, Tonya was the only one in our family who was interested in doing the Junior Ranger program. If you're not familiar, at national parks across the country, they offer a Junior Ranger program. It's mostly free, like 99% of them are free. Only a few of them you have to pay for. Um, and uh, it's just a way to encourage um, additional exploration of the area that you're in and get a different perspective on things. So she loves that. When, you, um, when you've completed all the activities, you get a badge. You get sworn in and you get a badge. So she earned her badge with that and with Chris's help. But as promised, on my Picket Week I alluded to this, as promised, one of the coolest things we found at um, Mount St. Helens was, and this reminded me so much of you, Mary Beth, they had these explorer packs that you could borrow. Um, always keep your eyes out for this at uh, national parks. I've really only seen them in the West National Parks. I haven't seen them in the East yet. But they usually have like a large backpack that's full of stuff, and you can borrow it. You give them your driver's license um, as collateral, and you take it. And so this backpack was an explorer's backpack, very similar to yours, Mary Beth, only I have to say, if you look at my pictures, you'll see how big it was. I took that picture on purpose because it reaches all the way from DJ's neck to below his butt. 
as opposed to Mary Beth's Explorer Backpacks, which she has in her learning shop. It had pretty much the same thing in it, too, Mary Beth. It had a whistle and a compass and a magnifying glass and a bug box and um, binoculars, which was really cool because, you know, when you go to Mount St. Helen and you want to see the Lava Dome, it's good to bring binoculars. And, of course, ours were still in the car at the lower parking lot. So that was really <laughs> a blessing to find that in there. And then a lot of – I love this. I love this um, aspect of it. They had field guides specifically for Washington. So they had a field guide for Washington birds. They had a field guide for Washington flowers, uh, another one for animals, and another one for trees. And those were really nice. And so we did some identification on a little hike we went on. And um, we, I, was, I was really pleased. It was uh, lovely to borrow that and lovely to give it back. But I have to say, if I had to choose between that one and yours, Mary Beth, I still love yours because yours is the right size for little people. Oh, well, thanks. Well, you know why it's the right size is because I've had to carry enough of those myself or watch my kiddos struggle with a really huge one. So when I put those over at our learning shop over at Road Trip Teacher, I was pretty uh, picky about what I put in there, and it's 13 inches. So it doesn't seem like very big, but as you know, it's just as big, just big enough, I guess, to put the essentials in there and not anything extra. So thanks for that shout-out. And if you're looking for the backpack Katie's talking about, go to roadtripteacher.com, click on the learning shop, and you'll find it right there. Okay, so tell me all about your week. Oh, my goodness. So uh, if you're a part of our Road School Moms Facebook group, you'll know that earlier in the week, as in the last couple of weeks, when I thought that I was going to get out of here at a certain date, and we all know how my life works. It doesn't work on any kind of a schedule. But as KT always says, you're always where you're supposed to be. So I've tried to keep that in my head and not be crazy about when I did or didn't get out of there. Um, but have had all those repairs that we've talked about over the last couple of shows. Get up Monday morning, and my Magnum, well, I didn't know what it was. I had this light flashing. One of the kids was like, something's wrong in the control panel. So through a series of crazy, I called it guinea pig research because that's all it was. First, I had to figure out even what the screen was. Then I found out it wasn't even a screen at all. It was actually a remote to our inverter system. Um, so just suffice it to say that this uh, was a solo mom experience that taught me lots of things. <laughs> I learned all about my inverter system. I learned all about how my electric works, or not electric, my batteries work. And uh, on top of it all, I fixed my remote, and that was all good. So finally got out of there. Uh, this week, you can see a picture of our spot there in southwest Florida. It's one of our places, uh, one of the favorite, our favorite places in the world. This, uh, unlike some full-time families on the road, we actually – have the same spot that we go back to when we winter in Florida, unless we decide to rent it out. If we weren't going to go there, I guess we could rent it out. But so far during our last five years, we've elected to come back to this one spot every year during the winter time. So I posted a picture of that. We were kind of sad to leave there. We've been there for several months. Uh, what else happened this week? You know, it's really just been a travel week. It's been a series of crazy trying to get on the road travel weeks. You'll see also a picture of the very nice gentleman at Camping World who took time out of his schedule to come across the street when I hit a bunch of rain on uh, I-75. And if you've been on there on I-75, even when there's not rain, you know how crazy the traffic is. So imagine uh, a big rainstorm coming in three lanes of Sunday traffic and your windshield wiper flies off the side of your uh, windshield wipers. That was fun. <laughs> Pulled into a TA. They didn't have the same. They didn't have the right windshield wipers. Went to the Walmart. Nope, they didn't have the ones either. Finally found the camping world. And this guy was so nice. He came out because he couldn't figure out why I was having so much trouble. And as soon as he took a look at the RV, he says, oh, that's why that particular make of RV has a special clip or a special pin in the arm of your windshield wiper. And if you don't have that pin, you can't use, you know, really a general type of wiper blade. So, in one respect, I was glad to hear that because by that time I was like, I'm seriously so stupid, I can't even change a wiper blade. <laughs> but then after talking with him, I realized, okay, there was a little more to the story. So the PSA for this is uh, little things like that. You just have to learn on the way. And, of course, uh, I can tell you that I never did find the right windshield wipers, but guess what I fixed it with? Not duct tape, but zip ties. So in your arsenal, Road School Moms, of things that you have to have on board your rig, whether you're traveling by yourself or not, are zip ties, because three little zip ties solved my problem today, at least until I can find the right wiper blades from a Newmar dealer somewhere along the road. 
So that pretty much wraps up our week. Uh, I think I posted a picture of one of the touristy um, oh, destinations, I guess you would call it, that we stopped in. You know, KP, I know you're. I know that you know this. This is kind of a deal. We we had the long day. This was the same day that happened with the wiper blades, you know, and all this. And one of the kids was like, "I've always wondered what that magnolia plantation was." You know, that's one of the. If you've ever been down I-75 in Georgia, road school moms, it's one of those. Uh, you you see the sign every you know couple miles for I don't know 50 miles or something. It's a big yellow sign, magnolia plantation with pecans on it and. Oh, they'd always wanted to stop there. And, of course, my initial reaction was, I've had enough of this day. I'm not stopping one more time because something else will go wrong. And then I remembered, really, why can't we stop at Magnolia Plantation? <laughs> so we stopped at Magnolia Plantation, spent $20 on all kinds of different varieties of pecans, and everybody was smiles when we left, and I patted myself on the back, and away we went. And that is pretty much how our road school week wrapped up. <laughs> well, First of all, I love that because, you know, we really need to analyze uh, why our knee-jerk reaction is no, because it is. I know. It just You're is. right. Let's, let's, let's just admit that that is true and then stop and analyze. And, you know, stop is one of the steps that we talk about in that show with um, Jay. I don't remember his last name, but if, if that sh- I can't even remember that show. Maybe Mary Beth, you can help me out with that. But I do remember the first step was stop. <laughs> No. Oh, yes, we have that whole acronym. I'll find it. I don't, I can't remember. I'll look for it while we're talking. Keep talking. Okay. But then, but then I love, love, love. Oh, uh, so, so just to continue with the no. So every once in a while I spice up my, uh, I, I get that I'm doing the snow thing all the time. Like I finally recognize it. And so every once in a while I surprise my children with a day of yes. And sometimes I tell them it's a day of yes. And sometimes I do not. And I just focus on saying yes to everything that I can. And you know what? The kids don't ask for a lot of things. They really don't. You know, a day of yes, you're going to think, oh, well, we're going to wind up at Disney World. Well, first of all, maybe you shouldn't tell them if you're worried about it that way. But second of all, no, I've never wound up at Disney World on a day of yes. I have wound up following the um, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile probably way out of the way one day. I did, that did happen. <laughs> But, you know, they got bored of it soon enough, and we were back on track to the beach because that's where we were going when the Wienermobile crossed in front of us, and someone said, hey, can we follow it? I said, yes. <laughs> but all that being aside, I love, love, love this this picture of your inverter that says status float because I think I would have taken that as a message from God to go get my pool float. I go oh, to the believe me, by that time I was ready to go float. I'll tell you that. I had enough. But it was, I mean, it's one of those things that after the fact, I was like, okay, that wasn't so bad. It really wasn't a costly repair. It just cost me a day. But I learned all kinds of things from it. So it was all about the greater good. And by the way, that uh, what you were just talking about, that show was J, was it J40? Forte? Yeah. Forte? Yeah. F-O-R-T-E. Yeah. Jay Forte, it was all uh, was that show we had entitled "Helping Your Kids Get Ready for Life." So I will post that replay in the replay for this show in case someone wants to go back because there was a lot of good information in that show. Um, but yeah, yeah, back to my Magnum. So you know, I just have to tell you quickly if you watched my video earlier in the week, you know, when I got up, I was all positive. Oh, I'm going to figure this out myself. You know, oh, it's not a screen. Huh? It's not a screen. It's a remote. And somewhere along the line, I I did call after I googled crazy was a crazy google person i called uh someone that was very knowledgeable about the type of rv i had and he said well you're gonna have to actually reset your ver- inverter and i said well that's okay because i'd already reset the remote and it was really easy take out a couple screws i'm look up hook a phone line but when they said reset the inverter i thought okay well how hard can that be where's the button for that well he, i said where's the button for that and he goes well the button's not the problem the problem is it's in between your frame rails and i was like um as in chassis frame rails yes Yes, so empty your basement, crawl into your RV, find your inverter, and then push the button. So that was the rest of that story. <laughs> well, I thought it was crazy empowering, pardon the pun, since this was a power <laughs> oh, you're thing so in your funny. thing. But crazy empowering to see you fixing that, Mary Beth. And, you know, I'm just so pleased that we have a group like that. Oh, 
we also have a, a, an adoring fan in the name of a puppy. But we have a group like that where you can post those things, and you know, um, and you know, our group turned the dial this week too. We're over two thousand road school moms in that group. So if you're listening and you want some support, encouragement, or just you know, to throw out some stuff at every once in a while, we encourage you to join that group also. Season ten of Road School Moms is powered by Time for Learning. Many of you know Katie and I have both used Time for Learning. Um, myself, I've used Time for Learning since I've been on the road for the past five years in some form or fashion with all of my road schoolers. KT also is a user of Time for Learning, and it is a resource that we have both found uh, very helpful, so much, in fact, that we um, have put them on our very exclusive Road School Moms approved resources. We just give them a shout out um, for our series sponsor this entire season on planning a successful road school year. Pave the way for your emerging reader with Time for Learning's engaging online curriculum. Our comprehensive approach helps your little one learn to read by developing phonemic awareness and reading fluency with multiple sensory reinforcements, including interactive, visual activities, and printable worksheets. For older students, our language arts and English curriculum builds vocabulary, writing, grammar, and reading comprehension skills. Try us out free for 14 days and see for yourself. Visit timeforlearning.com and enter coupon code ROADSCHOOLER. I'd like to remind you that, you know, uh, you can use Time for Learning in, in, in whole or in part. It's very easy to use um, for certain subjects. If you already have a math curriculum that you're in love with and you only want to use it for language arts or social studies or vice versa, you just want to use it for math, then it's very easy to do that. And it's also um, my going to be third grader um, this past two years has used Time for Learning exclusively. Um, it was very easy for her to follow also and a lot of great, great resources there. So timeforlearning.com. Uh, check it out. Coupon code is ROADSCHOOLER. And if you have any specific questions or want to talk to me more about how my kiddos use for time for learning, just shoot me an email at info at roadtripteacher.com. Perfect. Well, you know, um, this episode is all about icing your road school cake. And I, I love that. And I wish there was cake, but <laughs> there's not. There's not well, cake. If you were here, you'd have other cake good... me, but you're not. <laughs> I know. I'd have pecans. And that gooey mm -hmm. thing that you ate, that was that picture. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> absolutely. But no no cake for me tonight. But instead, we're, we're um, going to be talking with Tricia Hodges, who is uh, the owner of ChuckPastel.com, which I'm really excited about. You know, I've had one of uh, Tricia's learning, um, learning guides in my rig forever, forever, the one that you sent a long time ago, Mary Beth, with the treasures. American Treasures. Land, it's, yeah, it's, called, it's actually called American Landmarks, and I'm so glad you mentioned that because later in the broadcast we're going to talk about the way that um, you wrote some lucky road school mom is going to go home next week with their very own copy of American Landmarks, uh, the video course. is all brand new. So, yeah, that's, a, that's my favorite, actually, KP. The one that I think you bought back a couple of years ago even is called American Landmarks. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I'm so super excited. So without further ado, let's bring Trisha on. Trisha, welcome to Road School Moms. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, we're so delighted that you made time tonight to talk to our listeners and talk to Mary Beth and I. Um, why don't you take a minute? We always love it when our guests take a minute to introduce themselves to our community and tell, them, tell our community a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, as y'all said, I'm Tricia Hodges, and I started out sharing um, art tutorials at hodgepodge.me. My mother would stop by after work and, and just teach me and the children all together um, just on a topic. We would say, Nana, we're studying this. Could you just show us maybe something that would go along with that? And so she told us all about the chalk pastel medium. And so as we were sharing that in our home school and then started sharing it online, we had several people that said, well, could you just like put all these together in one place for us? So that's how chalkpastel.com came to be. And um, just a little about our home school, we have five children and two of those have graduated. And so this next year, I'm just wondering how I'm going to adapt to having a high schooler, a middle schooler, and an elementary schooler. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, it sounds like you have a very busy household. But we love, uh, Katie and I love to hear 
stories of successful homeschoolers who actually have graduated because neither of us think we're ever going to reach that <laughs> that plateau. So that's always good to hear. Um, Trisha, tell us, in a homeschool world where there seems to be, I mean, really, I always feel like there's this pressure with this big checklist of important subjects, you know, language arts and math and, you know, social studies and what kind of science are you you're doing. Why should art be in that same group that's at the top of that priority list in your homeschool? Well, I have found just through our experience that art complements and enhances all the other subjects. Um, I like uh, what Ann Voskamp said in a blog post one time. She said, creativity, it's good theology. It's what God did in the beginning. And Nana has always taught us that we're all born with a like an inbred wiring to create in some way. So it's it's an outlet and it helps. I mean, we have taken a brain break and gone and done some art and then gone back to math and things are just better. So, but the most important thing is it's fun. Absolutely. I love that brain break. Um, okay, so what do you say to a new road school mom who's maybe a little overwhelmed and feeling right now she only has time to make sure her kiddos are getting the core subjects in their homeschool week? Okay, well, I would say um, just think of the smiles on your kids' faces as the reward and just start with 10 minutes a week. I mean, that, that's just really small. So what we do sometimes is right after a meal, we'll just clear all the dishes off and that way the, the table is clean and we just pull it all out and just have a 10-minute art time. Another idea might be to just mix it in or combine it with another subject so you're not having art as a separate thing. And I think you'll be surprised at all you learn if you just practice. Oh, I love that. That's such a great uh, idea after a meal. That's awesome. I'd never thought of anything like that. Um, so tell us, do you, in your opinion, does an older student, say a middle or high school, do they age out of extracurricular activities like art? Well, some might think that because we tend to get kind of serious once we hit high school and and we do have a lot of extra things like um, economics and things like that that we need to get into that into the credit log. But um, I believe, of course, that this is when it's very important because um, art fires those synapses in the right side of the brain that go hand in hand with like like I've mentioned before, math on the left side of the brain. So think of it as good exercise. And Picasso said, every child is an artist. Problem is how to remain an artist once he grows up. So we sometimes think that when children get older that they don't need art. But I think just simply offering it is is important. Okay, so what do you say to the moms whose retort is, well, I'm not all that creative when it comes to art projects, and I don't even know where to start? Okay, well, um, speaking directly to the mom, because it can seem overwhelming, because, you know, you look at like this big, long, intimidating, expensive art supply list and think, why? <laughs> So that's why we turn to chalk pastels because they, you can start with just a small starter set of 10 to 12 sticks and that's just $10 and it can be shared with the whole family. It's easy and it's simple and chalk pastels are successful because if you make a mistake, you can just sort of wipe it or blend over it and it becomes part of the picture that you really wanted. Okay, so speaking of chalk pastels, Trisha, um and this I'll I will just tell you Road School Moms, this is where I really did I mean this is a true Road School Mom story. Um Trisha's products with chalk pastel dot com is where I actually added art back into my homeschool. My kiddos had it's when I was cramming all those crazy curriculums down their throats at the beginning, and somewhere I, I ran across that American um, Landmarks book of hers. Um, and I did not know where to start. Of course, I went to your website, Tricia, and tell me what I needed 
um, when I very first started out, what do you need to actually start out? Because I know at the beginning I actually bought the wrong um, kind of chalk pastel, I guess. So tell us what they ha- that we should have in that starter kit. Okay. To get started with the chalk pastels, the way that, that we say you should get started is you just need three things. And the first is a simple starter set of chalk pastels. Now, that's not oil pastels. Chalk pastels, they are pure paint pigment in stick form. So it is a very um, flexible medium, and it blends very well. Now, you can find those at any art supply store or online, and um, I can name different brands, like there's Prismacolor, there's Alpha Color, but if you just go type in soft pastels or chalk pastels and just go for one that's right in the price range of 10 to $12, you will not go wrong because really if you start there and you find that you love this medium, you can go up from there and invest more, but we always say to start with just the starter set. So that's number one. Number two is the paper you have on hand. How great is that? You can use, we love construction paper because it holds the chalk really well. You can also use printer or copier paper. And then number three is is our art tutorials. We have those online and we have them in video form. Oh, I love that, the paper you already have. Because as you're talking, and Mary Beth knows this to be true, I'm already on Amazon. I get all my goodies <laughs> during the shows, and um, I see that they have quite a few um, in that price range that you suggested, and there are also Prime, which is great for RVing mamas who may be on the move, so that's great, and I I love working with construction paper, it's so easy for uh, all the agents in my household, so that's really good news, yay. Okay, so... Um, Let's talk about uh, the chalks themselves. Are they non-toxic, and how do I store them? Okay, so you, since I mentioned before that they are pure paint pigment in stick form, you can think of them as you would paint. So whatever paints you would use, you know, you would use with your children. Now, um, there are a few cautions. Because it is um, in chalk form, they do tend to, um, I guess, pile up around the edges of your paper. So you can just gently lift your paper up and tap it, and then you can put that excess into the trash. Don't blow it or anything because we don't want to get chalk everywhere. <laughs> so that's, those are just a few tips. And Tricia, where, where do you suggest storing? Can you just throw them into a Ziploc bag? What is the best way to store chalk pastels? Just to follow up on Katie's question, because I know she's trying to, as she's Googling uh, chalk pastels, she also has to have somewhere to store them. <laughs> so the actual chalk pastel sticks, um, we we have special drawers that we put them in. We also just have like a um, like a storage, a dinner, like a Ziploc plastic storage little small thing that we can just carry around just outside if we're going to use them for nature study or something like that. You can throw them in a Ziploc bag and they're very easy to, once they're all piled in there together, some of the colors get on the other ones. So you can just use a paper towel and just rub that chalk and it becomes bright again. You can see the color. It's very easy. Awesome. So, um, because so many of us live in our RVs full time, obviously we live in small spaces where sometimes, just to be honest, scissors and glue projects can send me over the edge. Um, I already know the answer to this, but Trisha, can you tell us? Can this be messy? And if so, how do we how do we contain it? Oh, sure, it can be messy, but you know that's how art is. The key is, and I, I talk to mamas a lot about this, really it lies with you doing just a little bit of prep to make it non-stress for you. And that would be like maybe um, you could lie out some newspaper on the table or just use one of those plastic tablecloths that you reuse for over and over or one that you just want to throw away. Also, we have on hand um, some baby wipes. You can just pull one and just wipe the chalks off your 
hands and then also use it to wipe the table off. Um, you can even use damp paper towels. So it's very easy cleanup and, you know, you don't even have to go and rinse your hands off at the sink. Okay, so when Mary Beth posted this um this that we that, that we were going to address this topic tonight as I knew would be one of the major questions that came across was, "Oh boy, what do you do with them when you're done?" So, do you have any suggestions on how to save them um and why it should be a priority to hang on to them? Well, um one of the best ways that we have found is to um start a notebook, a binder, and just use one of those plastic sleeves and just slide them in. And that way you can keep track of your projects. Also, once you have used chalk pastels several times, you might like to go back and do the same art tutorial a year or two later and just see how you've improved as an artist just as you've learned this medium. So how can road schoolers use these chalk pastel art projects as part of their history or destination studies in their everyday homeschool? Well, that's how we started with um, chalk pastels was we were just wanting to use this as a learning opportunity. So we were studying the medieval time period. And so we wanted to make a castle. So that's what we did. We just opened up one of the books that we were studying at the time, and we looked at the picture, and we copied it. And that way, as we were doing it, we discussed all the different aspects of the castle and what we were learning at the time. So um, I believe it could be – you could use this as the, the focus and then build around it, or you could use um, the art as a complement and as further study or independent study even. You know, I'll just interject this real quick before we move on, and that's um, I, I can remember exactly where I started using that American Landmarks book and how it was we were traveling out west. We were still several states away from California, but one of my kiddos came across the Golden Gate Bridge, and they um, and this is really part of that how I got started on my, my even on road trip teacher unit studies. One of my kiddos ran across that Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, this is really cool! And so that was the very first chalk pastel project that my kiddos did um, from your website, Trisha. And from that, one of them and I can't remember who it was. It was one of my older ones. Decided to research about the Golden Gate Bridge before we got there. And so that kind of turned my thinking around always before that I had and, and I, I'm even so guilty of that I always think of art projects kind of as the cherry on top like if we do a, a unit study or if we're doing any any sort of a study when we get done we kind of end it with an art project um, what I found out from that experience was those art projects at least for my kiddos can really kind of inspire them to study something or you know a U.S. destination that they might be going to later so it doesn't always have to be um, you know the end of a, of a study like you said it's great to inspire or become a compliment to what they're studying. I love that in fact that makes me think of the delicate arch and how you know you could study that and look at the detail of it and then once you get there say well yes this exactly is what we were studying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that, too. <clears throat> okay, so also in the past, I remember Mary Beth talking about lessons you planned with Mary Prather, the creator of Squilt, another one of our Road School mm -hmm. Moms Approved resources. How can we pair art and music to add that variety in our homeschool week? Oh, goodness, I think that's just a great combination. In fact, when I did that with Mary, um, we did a patriotic um, lesson, and so – I shared a flag tutorial and and also fireworks, and then she shared patriotic music. And so you can see how that combination would just be such a great art afternoon. So, I mean, I don't think you have to spend much time trying to line up art and and music. Just just turn on what you're currently studying or or something that would just inspire you. I mean, of course, classical music is what I always think of. But, yes, that's a great combination. Well, and if you, uh, Road School Moms, if you're not familiar with what KT's talking about when she mentioned um, Mary's lessons, they're called Squilt, and that's 
stands for Super Quiet Learning Time. Um, another great resource. And Mary actually is going to come back with us in September, and uh, we're going to do an exclusive interview with her um, about all those music lessons. So stay tuned for that. Um, in the meantime, this um, all of this I know sounds wonderful. Some of our road school moms are still out there scratching their heads and just really can't imagine effectively teaching art themselves, let alone a chalk art project, if it you know, might seem so daunting. Uh, Tricia, do you have any resources that can help road schoolers work maybe a little independently, but also still successfully get the idea of it? Well, sure. Um, my mother, Nana, she teaches video art tutorials. Now, we do those weekly on our Facebook page and Facebook Live forum. So you, you could get a little taste of what we do. And then also we have video art lessons on, on all topics, uh, courses that you can look at. Those are great to do independently because, you know, Nana can come in and, and teach for you and you just don't even have to clean up to get ready for her. I love that. And if you don't know what Trish is talking about, Nana, this is a, this is a big part of, of your homeschool and, and how you got started and everything. Um, and there's wonderful information about her on your website. I always enjoy reading those and seeing pictures of her with your kiddos. Um, now, speaking of those video art courses, we're going to do a giveaway. Trish has so graciously agreed to give away one of the American landmarks, which is the um, the tutorials that KT and I have talked about from prior. Um, but Trish is giving away one of the brand-new American landmarks video course. Um, and so this is how you can win. You need to go to chalkpastel.com, that's C-H-A-L-K-P-A-S-T-E-L, chalkpastel.com. Uh, go to the products and check out that American Landmarks video course. And all you have to do is email me at info at roadtripteacher.com and tell me how many video art lessons are included in that course, American Landmarks, in that uh, video tutorial. So email that to me. You have from uh, the night, from tonight's show until Katie and I's show next Sunday night at the same time. And uh, we'll take all the successful entries, put them in a hat and draw them out, and then we'll put you in touch with Trisha so that you can get your free um, subscription to the American Landmarks video course. Perfect. And just if you're listening on a replay on the podcast, just to um, give you those dates, that's tonight, the 23rd of July, through next Sunday night, the 30th of July. So tune in next Sunday night, the 30th of July, 2017 when we reveal the winner. Tricia, thank you so much for coming on and thank you so much for spending the time with us and for bringing a prize to one of our lucky listeners. Where in the world can they go? Um, I just want to recap one more time. Where can they go to find more information about you and the resources you offer? Chalkpastel.com. You can find um, all of the different video art courses. It's also Chalkpastel.com on Facebook for those weekly live art lessons. And then we're Chalk Pastel Art on Instagram. We love to see photos of artwork from all of your artists. And Nana and I like to comment. We also look at the you are an artist hashtag. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. And uh, we hope that uh, a whole bunch of road school moms start uh, looking, at your, um, looking at your offerings. It was a pleasure to be here. And remember, you are an artist. I love that. Thank you, Trisha. Good night. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. I am an artist. i got to remember that, and that's why I have Chuck Pastels in my Amazon cart right now, because I am an artist. Right. You know, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, this, <laughs> aren't you tired of me bringing this, all these fun things? <laughs> you're you're breaking your face. This is costing me a mint, okay? <laughs> I can't even. I can't you know what? even this, with you anymore. <laughs> Just think how successful your road school is going to be, though. You're going to be thanking me come the fall. And I have to tell oh, you, this is really, you know that um, we talk about a lot of resources here on Road School Moms. Katie and I kick around a lot of things that we've used in the past or still using, maybe worked in a different season of our homeschool or whatever. Um, but this really is one that's tried and true for me so much, in fact, that I'm an affiliate um, for Tricia over at ChalkPestle.com because I just love her. I love everything that comes out of there. And my kids enjoy it so, so, so much. Um, it's so much, in fact, that there's a couple of my, even my unit studies, the, uh, um, oh, my goodness, the Chicago, one of my best sellers. There's a, 
Um, there's one on there of a Monet, a Monet painting, I think it is. Um, or no, I'm sorry, it's Van Gogh. There's a Van Gogh in there that's um, a chalk pastel. I, I just can't tell you how much my kiddos, and that's from my little to my oldest, you know, my high schooler still enjoys doing the art thing. And it's, um, you know, it's one that they've even, you know, when, like she said, when we go visit places sometimes, the last one I think we did, I remember we were in Mississippi at, the, at Natchez and that bridge that goes from Louisiana to Mississippi, you know, somebody was like, oh, I'm going to go get the, you know, the chalk out and, you know, do that painting. And they, they ended up all doing it. So, you know, that always kind of tells me I'm moving in the right direction when I get the thumbs up from all of my kiddos on the same resource, then I know that we're good to go. Yeah, and she's got um, an art lesson specifically for the solar eclipse, which is perfect because we have events specifically for the solar eclipse. So uh, I just, I'm just so encouraged to see this on our website because as you, our listeners may know, you have not one but two opportunities. Mary Beth and I are hosting not so much Coast to Coast but Coast to Mid-USA events simultaneously. I'm hosting mine in Bend, um, Oregon, where it's going to be one of the first places uh, to witness the eclipse. And Mary Beth is going to be there in Carbondale, Illinois, uh, where it's the longest place to witness the eclipse. So if you want information about the West Coast Eclipse Gathering, it's there at fulltimefamilies.com under upcoming events with a whole calendar of events, including um, the eclipse followed by the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta. Um, but in between there, we have the Canadian Rally, which is sold out but on wait list. So if you'd like to join the Canadian Rallyers, just email me directly at Kimberly at fulltimefamilies.com because uh, you can get yourself on the wait list. Um, and just so you know, the wait lists do move. I mean, within reason, we're not going to have 25 empty spots, but uh, they do move. So I want to tell you that we have always found a place for everybody that's wanted to come to an event. Now, I, I hope that remains true for the rest of our history, but to date, we have always found a place, so don't don't hesitate to get yourself on that wait list. Just email me. Uh, like I said, Balloon Fiesta, then we've got the awesome Halloween Hangout in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, hosted by um, Jill Green and, nope, Jill Robbins and Lisa Green. Um, and then uh, a couple of Road School Moms are going on the Cruise Chicks cruise from Fort Lauderdale to Turks and Caicos. I love saying that, Mary Beth, Turks and Caicos. <laughs> Um, but tell us about your event, Mary Beth and Carbondale. How do people get involved in that? So if you're interested in the Solar Fest that uh, Road Trip Teacher is holding there in Carbondale, Illinois, uh, go to my learning shop, again, roadtripteacher.com, and you can actually just access all that for information in there. Our package is designed for four people. Um, that's not because we're trying to limit it. Our, our package actually includes some tickets to a couple um, specific events uh, Carbondale, Illinois, if you're not familiar with that area, is also the home to Southern Illinois University. So very much of what we're doing for our event is powered by the university. Uh, so much, in fact, that if you have a high schooler or even a middle schooler that's interested in um, looking at colleges, their admissions department has even reached out to um, to offer that as well during this time. But our package there in Carbondale includes tickets to Eclipse Day, which is where NASA is going to be live streaming from. The Adler Planetarium from Chicago is going to be there. A lot of fun events. And so our package does actually include tickets for that um, Eclipse Day at SIU. And it also includes a tickets for the same um, time period for the Science Center, um, which is right there adjacent to the university. So that's why our package is designed for four people, and you can also buy tickets um, for additional persons in your household through my learning shop over there. And I'll mention that um, one of the road school workshops, we're actually going to have road school workshops on Friday prior to the eclipse, and uh, the video um, eclipse art lessons that you mentioned, KT, we're going to be doing one of those at our road school workshop. So we'll be excited to post those pictures for that. And I'm happy to announce that when we leave the eclipse, we'll have a little bit of a time, but we are also going to do um, another road school workshop in the St. Louis area. I have had a couple of road school families that asked where we were going after that event. And so we have um, reached out and worked with uh, the Cahokia RV Park, and that's Park P-A-R-Q-U-E, um, for some time oh, not too long after the eclipse. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we're working on some field trips right now to the City Museum. I know that's the place that you've always enjoyed in your previous travels, KT. 
Um, we're looking at the St. Louis Zoo um, and some other fun field trips for that. So if you're going to be in the Midwest uh, in August or September or even in October, because that's when we have another one planned over in central Indiana, then shoot me an email at info uh, at roadtripteacher.com, and I'll be glad to send you our schedule and all the pertinent details, and we'd love to have you tag along. I love that. I love it. I'm super excited, and hopefully we can do some sort of um, concurrent something for our road school moms. Well, definitely we'll have the show on Sunday night at 9 p.m. doing a recap of the event. So super excited about it. Less than a month away. I know. It's crazy. And I can't believe it's getting towards the end of July. I look at our – just this week I was looking at wrapping up our 10th season here. Um, this this particular is episode 138, KT. Um, again, want to shout out to Time for Learning for their for their support and sponsorship for this year's – or for this season. Um but as I look at our seasons coming forward through the end of the year, my goodness, we're always, we're already booked. Um, gosh, we have a majority of our shows booked up through the holidays, so the year is rapidly moving on. It is. It is. It goes, you know, it, I think we're over the hump of the, the year, and now before we know it, we'll be sliding into Thanksgiving. Woo! Mm-hmm. It goes fast. It goes really fast. So let's talk about what shows we do have coming up, Mary Beth, and I'm on uh, Ultimate radioshow.com slash roadschoolmoms or you can take a shortcut there and just put in roadschoolmoms.com and you will see that um, next week we have the road school year wrap up. What's that? So next week you and I are going to sit back and we're going to look at the previous 12 shows. We've really picked apart how we're going to plan our, uh, how to plan a successful road school next year. And So we're going to go back and review some of the things that we've talked about. You and I are going to chit chat about our favorite resources and some of the things that we're going to try. Um, I know for me, I'm I'm already working on uh, just kind of a outline of what my road schoolers are going to use for the next this next year, and that will be a third, a sixth, an eighth, and a tenth grader. Um, so if you want to uh, listen to us live next Sunday night, you can hear what I'm going to be doing next year in my road school, and that'll also be in the show notes. So if you're listening. To this show on a replay, just go over to Road School Moms and click on this show, and you'll be able to see that. Um, And we're also going to talk about some of the ways that you officially do wrap up your road school year, which are going to be portfolios. If you have a high schooler, that probably includes transcripts. So we're also going to talk just a little bit about really how to wrap up your road school year. And that's what we'll be doing next Sunday night. That will end our 10th season here on Road School Moms. But we do have a couple of other um, obviously road school related shows coming up in August. Um, Jan Bedell is going to be here with the Brain Coach. I know Vicki Tillman, um, also another podcast on our Ultimate Radio Show, is going to be with us talking about homeschooling high school. So still lots of shows coming up. And I know, Katie, you've got some on the schedule that are going to be in September. I do. We're going to be talking to Luke Dallion. He is one of the FTS partners, and he offers something that is the holy grail for full-time RVing families, uh, and that is uh, – unlimited internet on the road and uh, Mary Beth and I are both users of unlimited internet on the road it is a game changer especially if you're a self-employed individual and a road schooling family on the road dependent on your internet connection to make money and educate your children Um, so you're going to want to tune in on that show because it's uh, it's not only is it the holy grail but there's a huge learning curve and it can cost you a lot of time and money if you don't do it right. So um, we'll be bringing that information directly to you then. And then also, Road School Mom, uh, Ashley Logston, who uh, I met at the FTF rally in Tally this last winter, um, has a new podcast herself, and it's called, uh, I think it's called Mama Says Not Say. I'm not sure exactly what it's called and what it's about, but we're all going to find out together because I think um, one of the great things is that our ministry allows us to do is encourage and support fellow road school moms, and Ashley is one of those. So we're going to be having hosting her and uh, learning all about her wonderful podcast and her family on the road. Awesome. Well, I can't wait for all of that. Speaking of uh, how to encourage road school moms, I want to remind our listeners, if you're listening to us on a replay, please, please take just a few minutes of your time when you're done listening to this replay over at iTunes and give our podcast a review. Katie and I love positive reviews and four or five stars, obviously, are what we're after. Um, but if it's less than that, that's okay. Just shoot us an email, Kimberly at fulltimefamilies.com. 
myself, again, info at roadtripteacher.com, and let us know how we can better serve your road school mom's needs. The reason that review is so important is because that really does push us through the algorithms over at iTunes and um, gets our podcast to where other road school moms that may not be aware of um, the fact that we're out here yammering on every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time from wherever in the world we are. Um, you know, we want to be able to reach those road school moms who are still out there maybe looking for some direction or looking for encouragement or just a, you know, a group like our Facebook group to share their good and bad days with each other. So give us a review and then shoot me an email at that uh, com, and I'll be glad to send you the free digital product of your choice from my learning shop. Awesome. I love that generous offer. And also the last thing Road School Moms want to know, or actually the first thing we want to know, is how can we pray for you? The Road School Moms has their own dedicated ministry for uh, prayer warriors willing and ready to intercede on your behalf and lift up your name to the Lord. So please don't hesitate. You can send us an email right now. Just rattle off an email with your prayer request or we love praise reports. Um, anything you would like to tell us, we, we'd be happy to know. But keep in mind that it is all confidential. So all you need to do to connect to that resource is send an email to rsmprayers, that's Road School Moms initials, rsmprayers, plural, at gmail.com. And after you send that email, you'll receive a contact um, back from our prayer team, and you'll be good to go. So please take us up on that offer and let us pray for you. Yes, special thanks to our prayer team. Also, another shout-out to Time for Learning, our official sponsor here at Road School Moms this season. Um, I want to remind you that there are several podcasts free, just like ours, right here at Road School Moms, available over on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Um, and as Katie alluded to earlier, that's ultimateradioshow.com. That's where you can find a list of, I don't even know how many shows are over there now. I know it's, I think it's 15-plus different podcasts are over there now. Um, for you to download and listen at your leisure. So check those out. Um, one other thing I wanted to remind you, if you are a road school mom and you're in our Facebook group or on Instagram and you've done something this week that empowers you, it doesn't have to be something big. It can be little. It can be small. Um, but Kimberly talked about empowering each other, and I think that's so important that we keep doing that. And so any of those little tidbits or nuggets that you want us to share with you that we can all look back at the end of the week, please use the hashtag road, road school moms power, road school moms power. So use that hashtag on any of those pictures that you're posting to um, Instagram or our road school moms Facebook group. And a special thanks to those moms that put a sneak peek of their week. That's something that Katie and I always love to go back and talk about after you've done that. So I think that's it for us. KT, do you have anything you need to add? Nope, that's a wrap. All righty. Well, that's a wrap, Road School Moms. We're so glad that you came to us from wherever in the world you are tonight. Thank you again to those listening on a replay. We appreciate you as well. Until next week, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Eastern time, right here on the Ultimate Radio Show Network. Safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.